0: And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip, Now, more like journey. We're throwing out the script.
1: Oh man, what a what a day.
2: I What a day? Smashing. Was, what a week.
1: I I was fully expecting to dive into this on like positive notes, mm-hmm. trying to keep it a positive mindset, but man, this week was just like no.
2: <laughs> like I knew where we were going to start this week's episode and I like I was actually worried as like yo, we're going to have to do we're gonna have to spend like a lot of time on like our main thing because there's not that much to talk about really. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure in like the eight hours of like you waking up and me living my afternoon, we found the of uh, we found three things to speak about. As in one of them that has literally happened on this day of June thirtieth. Just to be just to be yep. clear, three of the things we want to talk about. Some of them happened last night, one of and I'm pretty sure two of them happened today. Where do we want to start
1: um let, 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 let's get let's get the the political stuff out of the way let's, yep. get, let's just get that done we have to do it we have to is let that, the, we
2: have to let, it, we, have to let it, we have to let the mandem know that your country is continuing to fuck up ha. <laughs>
1: It has been on such a slippery slope of backwardness, backwardness, I guess. Everything, man. Okay. So, right before we get into the the big one, I want to talk about the student loan thing being essentially shut down by the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. As a person who is still very much in debt because of student loans, I'm very, very upset by this. Like, I'm not saying it would have erased complete all of my student loan. And, like, I get that. But to even have a portion of it, like, the amount of stress that I can, that I've been under before. Like, right now, I've been in a position where I'm essentially working with an income-based repayment plan. Yeah. So, I basically don't have to pay anything until I make a steady income.
2: That's what we do in this country, pretty much. You don't you don't pay anything back. I think it was just raised to twenty five thousand a year. Because like Mm. like even in this even in our country, student loans are increasing, and they've actually increased Mm -hmm. the amount of time you have to pay them back. It was when you get to thirty, it's gone. Now it's forty like no not not nah. 30, uh, 30 years 30 years after yeah. collecting it now they've increased it to 40 years so basically with the the student loan increase the time to pay back increase you're basically paying back your student loans like your entire life it's it's ridiculous yeah. and like and i know like we're just getting closer and closer to like the problem most ex students have in america like it's it's scary. I would not want to be a student in the UK right now because of it. It is ridiculous.
1: It's, it's 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 it boggles my mind that of all the things that have been targeted so fucking heavily, this is. And I understand, like there 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 are people who who paid off their student loans and see this and be like, you don't, that's that's not fair. It's like it's not it's not about fair man yeah you you paid your thing off and you're good this is for the future so no one else has to go through what you fucking went through Mm -hmm. that's that's the idea yeah and and for you and for you to be like oh no they should suffer just like me no dude that's that's not how this is supposed to go yeah you know whether because our suffering is 10
2: times what you are or were
1: exactly exactly inflation has fucked everything. What you paid in student loans is not what we we're paying in student loans. You know how what, bad inflation what, is now?
2: Hmm. Fortnite is raising the price of V-Bucks because of inf- because of inflation. They are raising the price of an imaginary currency because of inflation. How? What? <laughs> you know what's it's fucking so crazy, stupid like, now. My brother,
1: my brother has, has been kind of on this thing of watching like commercials from the 80s and the 90s. Mm. and what what always trips me the fuck out
2: is how white there, they are there's
1: one specific <laughs> no no it's it's like the fast food commercials where you're like oh you get this oh, crazy no. burger and fries and like a drink and it's like for 3.99 motherfucker what <laughs> we
2: have it we have weather spoons over here now you know i can just call it spoons now because mm. you know what I, you know what they are they they had like their range of starters was huge. Flatbreads, mini pizzas, chicken tenders, chicken wings, fries, loaded fries, all this shit. It was so big. It was so big they did a free for ten. Inflation's made this motherfucker free for twelve fifty. How about <laughs> fucking no?
1: <laughs> and then you your fucking Supreme Court just tells Biden that he doesn't have the power to do this.
2: That was it. Wasn't that was his, I'm pretty sure he got the 18 year old vote, like the young vote because of that was his Mm -hmm. basic, like that was half of his campaign. I want, I'm going to abolish student loans and secretly, um, like what has now been renamed by me, scrotus was uh, forever laughing in his face. So for yep. my for our international fans, you know Potus president of the United States. Well, he's actually not the all-powerful being in America. You must be looking you must be listening to Ed- Edward what, huh? President. No, yeah, no. There's even one in England. I I realized you have in America Supreme Court of the United States of America. I'm petitioning to rename Scotus Scrotus. Because it's funny, <laughs> and because everyone's sitting They're on this big ticks. ass fucking mahogany varnished table that I literally just like—it's a glorified dinner table. It is like it's fucking wank, and it's it's free—it's free names. I know one of them's Kagan, but it's like it—it it, it will be the same. It, like it was a sixty-three vote. It will. Everything, everything that matters in the in the America right now. If Joe Biden gets in again, if the Democrats keep, if the Democrats stay in, you will see, you will keep seeing this six to three vote, hundred percent. It will be the same three motherfuckers every goddamn time. I know one of them's called Kagan because I just I looked at the name and I was like, what a silly fucking name for a silly fucking scrotum. And the other thing that happened alongside student loan? So this,
1: so as big as student loan was, I feel like the biggest thing was essentially the the death, one would say, of affirmative action. So for those that don't know, affirmative action was kind of put into place to end, um, you know, segregation and prejudice when it came to students applying to go to school. Because race needed to be essentially considered for this stuff, so you couldn't just be like, oh no, it's this grades this and that, and then like, oh, but it seems to only be allowing, you know, white kids to get in there. For, our filmmaker, friends, for our
2: filmmaker fans, for our filmmaker fans out there, that scene in Forrest Gump.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... I don't know, man. Like, I, I me I don't know that I was necessarily affected by it I could have been without knowing but I know that there are plenty of people specifically black students who are going to be absolutely gutted by this
2: mhm cuz that believe it or not there are more racist states in the in America than there are I don't know normal accepting states
1: and it's like it's I feel like that's that that's what's been known. Everyone knows that. Like there's certain there's the south is still the south and there's a bunch of states in the middle that, you know, where racism runs rampant. But it feels like more and more it's becoming okay to be openly racist.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's I don't know how to describe it, but like from the outside looking in You know, it it feels like a some big some big steps towards regression, especially combined with last year, um, like the uh, the Roe v. Wade situation, Mm -hmm. and the new college frat boy that Fox have got to replace Tucker Carlson, who is Mm -hmm. like he is legit, like who has come out to say he lied about certain articles he has written over time. And has patted himself on the back for, for, for being found. I was like, how about, you know, doing, like, real journalism rather than lying and expecting to be caught? What the fuck? You've lied. It's like, oh, I was waiting for you to find that. What the fuck? Don't, don't put it out anyway, knob cheese. Like, <laughs> this guy's like, you look at him, he looks 12 years old. And you think Fox had an actual opportunity here to, I don't know, convince the world that they're not cunts? I think that
1: ship has sailed, bro, honestly.
2: Like, the fact of this, like, you know, people still listen, watch and listen to this brainless, like, unsympathetic bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's, It's, like, it's no wonder... Alan Arkin chose to leave when he did, and this brings us to our final thing. Yeah, Godspeed so this is, this is to the, last... the legend that I, was Alan Arkin. I,
1: I was so taken aback when I saw that.
2: You were re- you were so... refreshing to see him like re- like retweet and be like, actually, I'm okay. Like the amount of times that's happened, Dude, it just never happened. It didn't happen. <laughs>
1: I I woke up, I woke up, I responded to your message, Yeah, I hopped on Instagram, and that was the first thing on my Instagram. Damn. I was like, no, dude, and I just think about everything that I've seen this guy and everything that I've seen him do.
2: Argo, Gattaca, Little Miss Sunshine.
1: He gets smart. He was amazing in that. He has, honest to God, my favorite fucking cameo. In the Muppets movie, he's this—he's like the tour guide from like the Muppets Studio, and he has a small little group of people, like the main characters, and like this like Japanese couple. They look lost and they're confused, and she's she—they ask him if this is if the Muppet Studio is Universal Studios. He's like, "Yes, it is. Come with me. This <laughs> <He just> doesn't <laughs> want to lose customers." He tells him it's Universal Studios. <laughs>
2: oh man catch 22 as well classic mm-hmm Glenn
1: Gary, Glenn Ross
2: oh dude what a movie what an actor to be honest like someone someone who upheld like being like being a great person at the same time as being a great actor you know mm-hmm. I want to say people like Tom Hanks but there's all this like news about Tom Hanks that isn't very nice or good like Keanu Reeves there mm-hmm. we go like, Keanu, like, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's very, there are, in terms of being that big of a celebrity that there are very few and far between of people who are actually decent human beings. Alan Arkin was one of them. Uh, 88, I think it, he was, he was. 89. 89. Good Good, like, I want to mm-hmm. say good innings, but like, like, that mo- this motherfucker never looked old. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no. Manage like a fine fucking
1: wine. I love
2: fine wine. I do too. It's really good. It's uh, it's like like what I said to you. You you know, 2023 is not done. No. It just had to remind us that it was still here and still being bullshit.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And we now come to
2: the last thing, which was the only thing we were going to talk about before today's subject. Which is it good is 'cause the thing that I was very I was
1: excited about. We were gonna go like from DC to
2: DC, 40%. kind of. <laughs> DC to Warner Bros. Same shit. It was gonna <laughs> it was gonna it was gonna gel, it was gonna be great, but now it's all sad yeah. and we have to pick up the energy. Sebastian, it's happened. We were talking about it last week or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I can't remember. What yeah. we are we we are fortune tellers, my guy.
1: Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't heard, they have announced the our new Superman and our new Lois Lane, who will be starring in James Gunn's Superman Legacy. And I don't want to say <laughs> that I'm good at casting, because I don't want to sound braggy. But I'm really fucking good at casting. <laughs> so let's get into lois lane because she was the she was my my premonition essentially so lois lane is going to be portrayed by rachel brosnahan if you don't know the name i advise you to look up the marvelous mrs mazel on amazon i she also so
2: i i second i second sebastian's um she's so
1: <laughs> fucking good she is so funny she's so sharp in her performance that as soon the, the more i watched the marvelous mrs Maisel, i was like man she'd be so good in a superhero movie and i don't know what and then they released the short list of actors and actresses for for superman and lois lane and i saw her name on the lois lane list and i was like sir, it's got to be her you were if literally James the Gunn only cast- you were
2: the only one against the thousands that were like like I would say Superman was pretty much a tie-in. Like as soon as I saw, as soon as I heard the name, saw the face, I was like, "It's that motherfucker." Everyone thought Emma McKay was going to be Lois Lane, the um, mm-hmm. star from Sex Education. Yep. But it's, it, like the the like the James Gunn flippity flip that he likes to pull on us. Like you know, pull back the curtain, <laughs> motherfuckers. And anyway, Rachel Brosnahan. I was like, actually, better choice. Cause like, as much as I like sex education, is McKay one of the good things about it? No. Has she been anything but a? Is that Margot Robbie lookalike in any of the other movies she's been in? No she's she's gonna
1: be in fucking barbie with margo robbie like like that
2: like that is just greta gerwig playing to the fucking meta yep
1: <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah no rachel rachel rosnahan i have no doubt she's gonna kill it and like you, you think of the character of lois lane she's no nonsense she's quick and she's sharp in the way she does her you know the way she's chasing a story and yeah, she needs to be saved by Superman, but the amount of times that this she has saved Superman in more situations, it's like, I no doubt Rachel Brosnahan can fucking handle that. And then our Superman is David Corn Sweat. Corn Sweat. I. <laughs> cor, is it cor, Corn Sweat? Cor-in sweat.
2: Cor Corren Corren.
1: Corren Sweat. Okay.
2: Yeah, not Corn David. Sweat.
1: <laughs> Got in the end. That's and so I it took me a minute because I didn't I I didn't know the name. I saw his face, do look familiar. If you've seen the show Hollywood on Netflix and you are familiar with this guy, I think he's pretty good. And he definitely has The look classic Exactly. Classic Superman face.
2: I'm pretty sure That's his his, it. his, kind of- his first, like when you type his name into Google, I know now you probably get different photos, but like two weeks ago when you typed his name into Google, the first photo was him with like, like a black hair quiff. And I was mm-hmm. like, this Hugh motherfucker, like <laughs> <You> motherfucker. <laughs> he's trying to look like Superman, but he's even got like an interview from like, I think four or five years ago when Hollywood, like when Hollywood first started, I think it was, he actually said his mm-hmm. pie in the sky ambition is to be Superman. I was like, bro, yeah. so someone was, someone was listening and that someone was Jimmy Gunn, yeah. my guy.
1: There you go. So, um, Brosnan had beat out Emma Mackey and Phoebe, Phoebe Denver. Yes. For, for the role. Yes. And Corin Sweat beat out Nicholas Holt and Tom Brittany.
2: I'm glad it wasn't Nicholas Holt. I
1: saw this. The amount of fucking memes that have come out about that—like he lost Batman to Pattinson, even though <laughs> he's losing Superman to Cornswell. The only time the man keeps losing. The only
2: time Nicholas Holt could be Superman is if he was in a, like a one-to-one, flashpoint remake, where mm. like it's the skeleton version of like that's yeah. when Nicholas Holt could play Superman.
1: Well, from from what I was reading, there are a lot of people pushing and hoping that he gets cast as Lex Luthor.
2: I could see him more as Lex Luthor because even James Gunn says that he prefers Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor over any other Lex Mm -hmm. Luthor adaptation. But it's even then, but it's also said that he doesn't really like that's him picking like the best of like a, like a shit bunch. He doesn't like any Lex Luthor adaptation. The difference that Gene Hackman has over the others, Gene Hackman played Lex Luthor for the most part with hair.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm
2: thinking, I'm thinking that's where Jimmy Gunn's gonna take his Lex Luthor, and like, I don't want to see Nicholas Holt bald. That scares me. I would, I would forever <laughs> pause it and do the SpongeBob reference of bald, bald, my. As Superman blasts his laser beam off his big ass dome, like no one, no one wants to see that. But like, you know, Nicholas Holt was good. Was he good in Renfield? Renfield was an interesting movie. He was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It
1: wasn't bad. It was like I remember Nicholas Cage in that movie
2: because like, Nicholas Cage rocked. <laughs>
1: like it's definitely one of those movies where you're watching it, you're like, this is a, this is fun. This is a fun movie. Mm. I. I just, I just don't see him in like the the, the super heroic role. I mean, obviously he did, he was really good as Beast. I thought he was really good as yes, Beast.
2: Yes, yes, he did a fight. So he did fantastic. He can do role.
1: it, but it's I don't think front and center. He doesn't mind being as the Man like, Steel.
2: He doesn't mind doing like effects heavy, stunt heavy roles. He, we know he yeah. can do those, and you know Lex Luthor will definitely be that. Will be required FX and stunts yeah, for sure. Because I, I like the, I like this yep. idea that it's a it's a younger Superman fighting the beginnings of the authority that we have never seen in a live action uh, uh, Superman adaptation before, which I think is yeah, going to be pretty cool.
1: Apparently, the the idea of the movie is going to be per, like very workplace heavy, so I yeah. imagine like a lot of stuff at the Daily Planet. So that'll be interesting to see, mm. and then. Obviously, you know you've got Superman casted, you've got Lois Lane casted. That shifted focus for people. It's like, okay, who's Batman?
2: Who's Batman? He, and he, he says they are miles, miles away.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they already, they already have a director locked, or relatively locked for the that the new Batman Brave and the Bold that he's doing. That's Andy Muschietti. Yes, and it's just purely Bay This is based off of his work on the Flash.
2: As long as we don't get. Like, I understand his argument with the, like, why the effects just straight up look so bad in the Flash. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's Flash's like perception point of view. Like, you know, it's his speed verse, so it's it's the way he views things. I was like, are you just are you just like chatting bullshit, just like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just take yeah. the L just take the L bro. Just, just s- take it, bro. Like, just say dude, you've got say you fucked job. up. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like you got the next big job, bro. You're fine. You're oh kinds of
2: you're all it's kinds, okay of, you're take, all kinds yeah. of good. But I, I found a segue to where we're going. I In terms started. of dropping bombs
0: <laughs>
2: Guess who's about to drop a big one? next month. Or by the time you're listening to this, this month. Because this is probably not going to be released before June ends. Because June ends tomorrow! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Christopher
0: Nolan! Woo! Yeah! Give it up for Nolan! Woo!
1: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to throw it to the break and when we come back, we are going to be ranking the very best of Christopher Nolan. We'll be right back. Oh.
0: And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Sasha, I told you. I got you tickets to go see Barbie, man. I wanted to go see Oppenheim. I'm sorry for sleeping with your sister. So I said we're going to go see Barbie. Oh, wait. These are Oppenheim tickets. No, Sasha, come back, babe. No, <laughs> <laughs> David, man, he can't catch a break.
1: <laughs> you know damn well those are going to be some real arguments that are going to be had on July twenty-first.
2: Okay, so you wake up ten thirty. You go. You 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 go see Oppenheimer IMAX, right? Because. You don't want to see Barbie IMAX. There's no fucking reason to. You go see IMAX Oppenheimer, like that that fucking the IMAX reel of that shit. Have you heard how much this shit weighs? No. Fucking eleven pounds. It's six hundred miles long. The like the whole reel. It's ridiculous. You so you see IMAX eleven a.m. Then you get out. You go to, to all-day brunch somewhere, you get some food, you get some cocktails, you get a little bit merry, you get a little bit happy, you talk about how great Oppenheimer was, and then you go see your ass, Barbie, at 3pm, a little bit merry, take some drinks into the cinema with you, I know you can in this country, I don't. I don't know if you can in AMC or in any theatre in America... You well, come there, out... there
1: are theaters now that have bars. You can grab a drink there. Excellent.
2: You, you, get your, you get yourself. Oh, yeah. You go to the AMC bar. You go to the, It's the McGuffin bar. You go to the McGuffin bar. Mm-hmm. You get yourself the Barbie drink. You get a few of them. There'll be an Oppenheimer drink. It'll probably be a Manhattan, because Manhattan Project. Ah, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm two for two in these builds up, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't milk it, Ed. Don't do that. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, um, and then you come out, Barbie, and you go, you go for some more drinks, and you, you've had a great day. Boom, that's the play. And if if anyone tells you anything different, they're wrong. You know, fucking. I'm gonna go see, see both. You, I, I feel like I have to. I want to.
1: I I want to see both too, which is so so weird. Like my sister's been like really excited to see this movie. She got her she got fucking tickets for it already, and I'm like. <sighs> It's, it's such a trip. And my mom my mom gets on her, like, why why do you want to see this movie so much? Mm-hmm. You didn't like Barbies growing up. It's like I didn't like the dolls, but that's because I didn't play with fucking dolls to begin with. It was it wasn't anything against Barbie specifically. I just hated dolls. <laughs> <laughs> and like I So AMC blows my mind, which is hilarious because they they sometimes they do like special popcorn tins and stuff like that. Yeah. This popcorn tin. Is essentially the casing of the nuclear bomb.
2: Oh awesome. It's
1: like twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. It's a ca- it's a casing of a can nuclear bomb. Can I send you twenty
2: can I send you twenty bucks and can you get me one? <laughs> like nah, like legit, that sounds sick. Like all, all we get is like these cheap plastic cups. Hang on. I'll show you the one I got for Batman. He's looking at me right here. He's fucking Like I, I'll you know what? We'll start off The Instagram posts again by posting a photo of this when we release the episode. This is the best (laughs) we can get in this country. A flimsy fucking cup that City World won't even refill for you. It's like you buy this thing. Oh, can you put my drink in it? It's like, sorry, we can't do that. Then why do I have it? It doesn't come with the straw. Even though there's a straw <laughs> hole. Exhibit A. And then look at the Batman that comes with it. This man has seen some shit. Head? It's a bobblehead. It barely bobbles, but it's amazing. a bobblehead. I've got <laughs> it's like... A um, my a mother, My motherfucking ass got the... Um, got the Spider-Gwen one. Not because of any okay. reason. Ah, Cheeks, bro. I see. <laughs> I threw away the cup. They gave me the cup. I took the figurine because I didn't have anywhere to hold it and like the the man behind the counter just looked at me. I went to the bin and I just went (laughs) yeet. I was like this is all this is all I wanted. This is all I got. I got that one. I got fucking K2SO chilling up there. I got the BB-8 one as well. They're crap but my dumb ass still gets them. Do I make smart financial decisions? No. Speaking of financial decisions... (laughs) Christopher Nolan has made a lot of fucking money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you make movies the way that this guy makes movies, I imagine money just kind of comes rolling in.
2: Mr. If-You-Can-Do-It-Live? Do it live. Do it live.
1: Which I imagine made a lot of people at Warner Brothers nervous. I Means like, yo, I want to do
2: Oppenheimer. Do you, you want to do it? Have you seen the have you yeah. seen the video of the guy on TikTok who's, who's done like so Nolan I got the uh, I got the coding for the computer generated images excuse me y- Yeah cuz what did you say um for the uh for the bombs no 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 before that the computer ge- come on man <laughs> It's what are you going to what are you going to do I'm going to fucking bomb Mexico. (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Like, I understand practical effects. I love practical effects. Like, if you could do it on camera, do it on camera. But also, you're making a movie about the birth of the nuclear bomb. I'm, I don't know if you want to go blowing up shit. I'm for not the sake too. Of a movie. I'm
2: not too sure about this, like the stats, but I'm pretty sure, like, was it three thousand tons of dynamite he exploded to recreate the explosion? Jeez, like some, it was something stupid, like the 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 pers- the, per- the permission this motherfucker got, ridiculous. So in terms of our, uh our insights into influential directors that me and sebastian have chosen i know there's probably some fans out there like why don't you choose this director why don't you choose that director start your own podcast and choose that director okay whilst you are here listening to me and sebastian you will listen to what we have to say okay cool so now christopher nolan he has 10 movies these movies are in no particular order this is from what i could remember in the the Time I Remembered Them. Memento, Prestige, Inception, Interstellar, Tenet, Dunkirk, Insomnia, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. My Dark Knight Rises. Ten motherfucking movies, which is kind of weird, because wasn't that the same number Tarantino had?
1: About, yeah.
2: Yeah. Controversially, Tarantino has ten. He, he seems to think he's bringing out his tenth movie.
1: So... I was curious about, obviously, how much TNT was done with, you know, this. So, it's an estimated 68.47 tons of TNT.
2: That's a lot less than what I was thinking. Well, I don't know where I got my number from. Holy crap. Um, But, damn, that's still a lot.
1: That's... so much.
2: that is like you, you that is blow that up and it's like francis is, is it francis dewey malcolm and reese in the desert in the episode of malcolm in the middle like, mm-hmm. when did it say we were gonna get our vision back two to three days <laughs> and
0: like it, it actually goes to daylight for a couple of seconds i fucking <laughs> love that
2: episode man There must have oh, been a rights right. issue in terms of the house they filmed in for that episode. Because, like, they were in where Francis was for a good time. I can't like... I can't remember back in the middle. We're talking about Chris Nolan. But yes. So, uh, who went first last time when we did the Tarantino style? Did I go first?
1: I think you went first,
2: yeah. So, yeah, you go first. Start with your number 10 and just go straight to 1. And we're going to do what we did last time, people. Which was, you're going to hear both our 10s. 10 to 1s. Uh, and then... Sebastian is going to yell at me, and I'm going to yell at Sebastian.
1: Yep, sounds about right. Cool. All right. So, at number at number ten, I've got Tenant. Huh. Okay. Number nine, Insomnia. Mm Hmm. I got The Dark Knight Rises at number eight. Mm Hmm. Interstellar at number seven. I felt that eye roll, dude. I, I'll I'll explain why it's.
2: When you when you hear me back, when you get this sound file, you will hear like some sort of velociraptor screech. I swear to God. Continue, continue. Number six. We don't talk about it now. Although I'm, I'm getting. I've already booked my ticket to come punch you in the face. But okay, cool. Number six.
1: (laughs) All right, number six. I got Inception. Five is Dunkirk. Four, Memento. Mm-hmm. Three, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Two, Prestige.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And one, The Dark Knight. Okay. Okay.
2: He didn't mean it, diddly diddly.
0: <laughs> he tried his <laughs>
2: best, diddly-diddly-diddly. Oh, diddly diddly, diddly. Oh, idly, diddly dig dung crap I don't know who you are, but I'm sure you're a jerk. Hey, I just got here. is <laughs> Sislak, you ugly, hate-filled man. Hey, I may be ugly and hate-filled. What was that first thing you said? <laughs> <laughs> right, number 10. Moi, my list. Number 10, mm-hmm. Dunkirk.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Number
2: 9, Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Number eight, Tenet. Number, okay. s- number seven, Insomnia. Okay. Six, Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Number five, Memento.
1: Okay.
2: Number four is Interstellar. Mm. Number three, Inception. Sebastian, you ready to have your feelings hurt? Number two, number two, the
1: Dark
2: Knight, and number one, the Prestige. Okay. All right, I say. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm coming out. I'm coming out the gate. I'm coming out swinging. Why the fuck is Interstellar so low for you, Brev?
1: Because I. You hate science. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in entirety.
2: Science hates you. You've not seen it in entirety, right? End the episode. <laughs> you fucking what? At least where did you get up to?
1: I think, I think I got halfway. I don't remember why I stopped watching the movie. I remember I, I stopped watching it with the intention of continuing it the next day. I think it was because I was watching it. I think it was like on HBO Max or something. But the next day,
0: you didn't it see
1: Interstellar
2: off. in IMAX. No. I need to know what you were doing in the space of time the year Interstellar came out, where you could have seen. I remember, this is one of the first movies I ever saw in IMAX. I'm pretty sure I've still got the poster upstairs.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, it was
1: it really wasn't until recently that I started watching movies in IMAX. Uh, I was like, I wasn't your, I one of your one, one
2: of your first was Top Gun, right? Or yeah. your bro, your brother's first.
1: It was that was my brother's first. Yeah, like I, I had seen some a few things in IMAX. Anything that I'd seen in IMAX, I saw with you.
2: Oh, man. Okay, before, cool. Beforehand. I, I, I just, like, so the reason I've got instead of number four in my, like, it's not that high in for me, but like, mm-hmm. so my top three, I consider 10 out of 10s. And I've actually, I've mm-hmm. actually put here, um, I've got Inception at three. I put this one at three because I honestly haven't seen it recently compared to the other two. And it's like, it change it could change. I, see, Inse- I yeah. see Inception tomorrow, I could I could come back next week and tell you, it's like, yo, I had Inception Dark Knight Prestige, it now goes Prestige Dark Knight Inception. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure our Wi-Fi just went down, it just blinked at me. Please don't, I need it. Um, but yeah, that's, but like, Interstellar's number four, is 9.9. And, it's the reason it's 9.9, 0.1 lower than the other one, is for me, you can't fucking hear the first 30 to 45 minutes you got Matthew McConaughey speaking like this, and you know when we were seeing baseball back in the day and we had that dust storm rolling. I was like, bro, Matthew, bro, we know you just got your Oscar G, but fuck.
1: You know who he sounds like? He sounds like fucking Boomhauer from fucking King of the Hill. Because
2: he, he probably fucking
1: man, is. Man, you know, you know, you know, you know,
2: and then you know what this motherfucker does next? Not Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew you know what fucking... <laughs> Christopher Nolan does next he decides to actually show the spaceship taking off
0: oh.
2: in your ears for about a good two minutes I'm like huh? <laughs> like you can turn the volume down and you still fucking get what's happening but it's like honestly yeah. it's like it's this, it's the sound like I've even put here the volume is higher than eight at this moment you'll go deaf but what I do love is the intricacies between love and science yeah, I I think you've got Interstellar way too low. Where was Interstellar for I mean, you? Again, it was, I, it was eight? Seven. 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 What was your first? What was ten? Eight, what was ten nine eight?
1: Uh, so for me, nine, nine eight is tenant, Tenet. insomnia, insomnia, and Dark Knight Rises.
2: Dark Knight Rises. I think we can bypass insomnia. Like like I've literally got here. Can you ask me anything beyond that? Beyond like, ask me anything about insomnia without it being a horror movie about perpetual daylight and Al Pacino being a crooked cop. Not a clue. I just know there's good performances from Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and I think Marisa Tomei makes mm-hmm. a cameo in like one of the pub scenes, and she's awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, we can bypass Insomnia. Don't really give a shit. But yeah, Tenet definitely deserves to be that low. It just... Great effects. It, was, it looked banging. But uh, we agreed that unless you are fucking a 180 IQ plus genius, you don't get that story mm-hmm. without googling it's, it. It's
1: like, it, and 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 it's fine, you know. You you can write smart stories and smart movies, but there, I feel like there still needs to be a level of accessibility to a to a wide audience, especially because it's not a cheap movie.
2: Yeah. it was
1: being sold as a blockbuster movie. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't dumb down. You can't, you can't be so high up your ass when you're trying to get that many people to come watch your fucking movie.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, what like the only in this country, the only movie that movie had to battle in terms of cinema was Bill and Ted Free. Both of those movies did poorly in the UK because we've never had mm-hmm. the biggest Bill and Ted fan base. I love Bill and Ted. Yeah. That's like that's my Jimmy Jam. I love Bill and Ted. I, I grew up with that shit. I love I love Bill and Ted Free. Not like Bill and Ted Free, the first one, then the second one. It's the only ranking of Bill and Ted mm. there ever is, and never shall be. Yeah, no. station. Um, <laughs> Kid Cudi was the only one to reference that shit in the third one, and I'm pretty sure it was like it was improvised. Um, yeah, but it's uh, like you know to come out from COVID. I think the first COVID lockdown. I think it was. We went into mm-hmm. lockdown again after Tenet came out. Yeah, not the movie, bruv. But then I said to myself, nope. even without lockdown, I don't think this movie would have, I don't think this movie was it.
1: Nah. I, I, again, it, it, go, it goes back to you know, smart filmmaking, smart stories, you know, very intricately woven tales and that really try to get the audience to think. Totally fine. But to get it to such a degree that the audience just doesn't fucking understand it yeah. for the sake of that, it's, it's, it's not my it's not my jam. It's not the jam, you know, it's not the vibe.
2: It's like, you know, you've got the the essence of love in Inception, his whole Dark Knight trilogy, Interstellar, The Prestige. Like, we're being told that, like, his feet, like, Chris Warren loves, uh, like, the theme of love over everything. It's literally, Mm -hmm. it's literally, he literally tells you in Inception, love is more powerful than hate. But in Tenet, we're being told that like the, like the way he shows the love is between like the mother and the daughter that's being sort of like abused by Kenneth Branagh's character. I just never got that. I think it was the Mm -hmm. mother and the son. I can't, I can't remember, but the son I think ends up being Robert Patterson's character is what I've heard. Because one person like comes from the future, like you know, guess who's coming to dinner? I guess. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what else did you have? A bit too low. No, you. I. So I've got Dunkirk last. You had Dunkirk at yeah. five, right? I
1: actually, I, I, I flipped them, I, so I have Dunkirk at six.
2: Yeah, I've got Dunkirk at six. Yeah, no, I, I've only seen it once. And I just do not like Harry Styles as an actor didn't didn't like yeah. him in Dunkirk, and I don't like him in anything he's been in since. Not that piece of fucking shit. Don't you fucking worry, darling I,
1: I It's the only movie that I swear to God dude that I have sat in. I very visibly fell asleep
2: <laughs> I mean we'd like hadn't we just come home from London? I'm pretty then, sure it was like yeah, we, it was we, the it was the second day.
1: <laughs> we, we we went we were um, we grabbed drinks with Mikey. Yeah. And then we went to go see it. And like people could fall like cuz we 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 grabbed food, we had drinks and then we went to go see the movie. It was like, "Oh, maybe you were just too drunk." No, the movie was just shit.
2: It was shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, was,
1: it was just a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it it was, you know, Florence just quick tangent like I thought Florence Pugh was great in it. Her performances are always good. Yeah, it, it was just she was surrounded by crap.
2: Yeah, she was horribly directed. I would say, um, like I, I, I remember like I didn't defend the movie online a couple of weeks ago, but I was like someone on YouTube was speaking about the movie having to watch it and said it like, what was the whole point of the plane? And I was like, my my g, if Florence Pugh doesn't actually see the plane crash in the beginning. The rest of the movie essentially does not happen. And then I put, which I wish is what would have happened. Like,
1: yeah. It's like that backhanded defense.
2: Yeah. like, Look, here's why she saw it. Here's why she shouldn't have. You know that whole out of sight, out of mind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The movie could have whole, could have done with a whole lot of that. It was so it was so annoying that by the like when you came over here, like last September, there was literally nothing in the cinemas. That was really annoying. like we saw, "Don't worry, darling," and we saw something else. I just can't remember. Oh, uh, bodies,
1: bodies, bodies,
2: bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, that was good. That was okay. I liked that. Um, so, do you want to talk about my number two, number one? I, I mean, think most I people like have it, number two, number one, the way you've got it.
1: I feel like from the way it kind of looks, it looks more just personal preference. Yeah. And, and and that's like you've got Batman Begins lower than I have it.
2: So let me explain. I've got Batman Begins at, uh, s- at six.
1: Yeah, I got it at three.
2: So I've got Batman Begins here. It's because just, I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I saw this movie. I think I saw it during COVID. Okay. I think I, re- I rewatched all of them and solid movie. It was a great start to the Batman friend, like his Batman trilogy, but it took, like I watched it and I was like, yo, I do not remember this movie, like feeling so dated. There's moments where like map paintings are still being used. Hmm. In this movie, and I know Mm -hmm. it's like a a, like a stylistic choice. Like he was paying homage to like, you know, Tim Burton's and uh, Schumacher's Batman universes before he kind of made his own sort of like footprint on Batman as a whole. uh, With you know the the greatest sequel of all time, and arguably the greatest comic movie of all time, but the first one definitely dated my guy.
1: That's fair. I mean, for me it and I look at it it's like for what it is, mm. it's a Batman origin story. At this at like at that point, there have been there have been four or five Batman movies. You never you obviously you don't really get into how Bruce becomes Batman. Yeah. And then this movie does that. And I think it nails it. Like every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The performances are on point, the suits on point. Ra's al Ghul is a great fucking starting villain for this Batman. You're a a Ra's, not a Raish. Oh yeah, I I, hate. It's like, oh Raish al Ghul. That sounds so stupid. (laughs) It's like, it's like, behold the demon head Raish al Ghul. I'm sorry, what? Raish al Ghul. Your fucking name is (laughs)
2: Raish. No, you kind it of sound like someone sort of a list trying to say we're having a we're having a race. We're going to have a race. We're, what? A race? <laughs> <laughs> me and you. We're going to have a race. Okay, excuse me. Say that again. <laughs> Come again for big fudge. And then it, is, it, is, it establishes Killian Murphy
1: as Scarecrow, and he is in all of them. He
2: is an awesome he is, he Scarecrow. Is,
1: he is so good. He was so. I feel. That, my only I would say my only gripe with Batman Begins is that I feel like he was underutilized, but for what he was used for, I thought he nailed it. I thought he knocked it out of the fucking park. Mm. So for me that's why Batman Begins is where it is cuz it's just it is the start of something so good and Christopher Nolan understood the character. I would I would say arguably better than Tim Burton did.
2: Oh yeah, I understand. Tim Burton is is admitted to not reading any like graphic novel, comic book arc, and like Kevin Smith said, yeah, that's pretty evident in your movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I mean, just you know, another quick tangent. Like, you look at Batman '89,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that feels like a Batman movie. Yeah. Then you look at Batman Returns. That's Batman in a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. One of these things doesn't <laughs> fucking belong.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, I don't think. Yeah, nah, I don't want to get into Tim Burton's man. We're talking about Christopher Nolan. Um, yeah, will, where, we'll, where, we'll, where, uh, where have you put Memento? I've got, here, I've got Memento at five.
1: I got Memento at four.
2: You got Memento at four. I think that that is definitely like that is the strongest five, four. Like five, four, mm-hmm. like I could, like I could probably interchange in of memento. Like I just thought, where am I? What am I going to put at number five? What is, what is good on the way to being excellent? Like it's not you're not looking back. Like you're not looking at five going back. You're looking at five going forward. The yeah. fucking memento. Like the fact that th- this is kind of. His first ever movie, like one of his first ever movies. I know some people have seen the following, some people haven't. Like I know we mm-hmm. didn't include it here. Some people may be like, fuck them. Um <laughs> like have you actually ever seen the following? You probably haven't. You've just heard you've just heard about it. Um well, I remember Memento being like like my favorite number my favorite movie like was 1617. Like I love yeah. the performances. Like it was one of those movies that I watched it the second time and I understood it, and like that never actually ha- like that never actually happened before. Like I mean, I'd seen movies and I was like I took them at face value. I, I saw a mentor and I was like I feel like I need to see that again. And then when I finally understood, like sort of wait a minute,
1: Oh!
2: and like I was like you know, the back and forth yeah, and like it was yeah. it was it was awesome. But then I saw *Old Boy* and I was like okay, yeah, this is. <laughs> This is how this is movies I mean, work.
1: I <laughs> I I I think of, I I definitely seen Memento at least twice and it's it's such an interesting way to do a movie. Yeah. That I think that's what stuck out the, way, the most to me. Like not even the movie itself. Like the movie itself is is good. Like obviously, you know, telling the story in reverse and stuff. It's the fact that he was able to pull it off in a way that made so much sense but above that it was gripping enough to make you be like you know what I need to watch this again to see if I actually get it
2: yeah yep
1: like i f- i feel like that's that was the, ultimately the goal for the for M- memento it's like it's mo- this movie is good and you're going to watch it but there's stuff in here that once you watch it you're going to be like no i got to see it again cuz i need to i need to be 100% and it fucking pulls you in with, like that yeah, it, it leaves all these little breadcrumbs that lead you right back to it yeah and I think you know that's that's what but like so prestige and the dark Knight
2: I'm I've gotta sure, end it talking about these two movies as, <laughs> oh
1: absolutely absolutely so I'm very because obviously you know I have it I have the dark Knight one prestige two you have dark Knight two prestige one yeah so I'm curious as to what it is that, about the prestige that does it for you. Over the Dark Knight,
2: I've seen the Prestige most recently. Like, like I said before, okay. my 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 top three here: Inception, Dark Knight, into in the Prestige, could easily change with how soon I've seen these movies. But I, I mm-hmm. saw the Prestige recently, and I was like, had I seen the Dark Knight recently, I would feel like I'd still put Prestige one, just because of like my instant connection to the prestige like not personally like there's nothing about my life that connects to the prestige it's a fucking at the end of the day it's a period drama but it's just the tone the story the character the the mystery like i've put i've i've even written in my notes here some people quote quote pulp fiction word for word i quote the prestige word for word
0: there's okay. just there's okay.
2: like there's just that scene for me That someone says, "What is a quintessential? Like, if you had a montage, like, you know, here's like, here's a. Have you seen Babylon the movie? Yeah. What? Like, Uh, we we could easily talk. uh, Like, there could easily be one of these episodes that's like, "What is your Babylon filmmaking history montage? That would be awesome. What would you? What would like? What would be ten moments you put in like filmmaking history montage? In that montage, I would put the moment where it's they're in the they're in the Colorado mountains, they're looking at Colorado Springs, and Circus lifts up the uh, he, he plugs in the light bulb, and the electricity from Colorado Springs goes to the light bulbs in the mountains, because of like okay. Nikola Nikola Tesla's like like his sort of how he how he used like. The, the electricity of the earth to sort of, yeah, basically the opposite of way electricity is done now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was like, whoa! And it's honestly like the whole movie is about like magic as a whole, whilst using filmmaking as magic. Yeah, uh, I just thought that is just brilliant. The way you are telling, the way you are showing me magic on the screen as like, as like sort of the placeholder, what we're seeing, you're actually seeing like magicians do magic. The way you're actually showing me is the way like camera trickery, filmmaking Mm -hmm. magic. And it's just, it's just so smart. The performances, you've got Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, Scar Johansson, uh, Michael Caine. Come on man. Fucking Andy Circus, you've got uh who plays Tesla? David Bowie. David Bowie. Fuck me, man. Come on. Like it's like it's just, it's just so great. And I just love the whole dynamic between Hugh Jackman and Kristen Bale. Like when you're watching with someone for the first time. And they're like, they don't, like, even they don't understand. It's like, you, you know, you don't you don't forget, like, what knot you tie. I was like, that's because who actually tied the knot isn't actually speaking to Hugh Jackman's character because you couldn't face him. Like, <laughs> it's like when you actually, like, when you watch it again, it's like, the, yeah, the magic is gone. And it's like the usual suspects. But, like, we, we watch it again straight after you've watched it the first time. And you're like, holy shit fucking Bowen has sent Farrow to go talk to Hugh Jackman because Bowen can't face Hugh Jackman's character at the time. And that's why Farrow's like, I asked myself that question. Like, that was his response. It's like, fuck! (laughs) And it's like, it's that age-old question. Like, every movie has it somehow, which is like, how far would you go? I know it's a cliche now, like, for, like, tra- yeah. like trailers. How far would you go? But, like, you know, when this movie came out in, like, the mid-2000s, like, it asked that question and it answered that question. And I just think The Dark Knight, for me, yeah, greatest comic of all time, no doubt. Best, you know, fucking... Best comic performances of all time, no doubt. Is it my favourite Nolan? No. No. Because mm-hmm. I I think Nolan was beholden to make free Batman movies. Movies mm-hmm. like it's it's these other movies. What what comes in between Batman Begins, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises? Original Nolan. He had this deal with Warner Bros. One for you, one for me. Mm-hmm. And he he gave them these comic movies. I don't think even he knew how well the Dark Knight was going to do. But in terms of like the movie, he actually put like a hundred percent of himself into Inception, The Prestige, Memento comes mm-hmm. before Batman Begins. But you you know you you get the you get my drift.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think he cheat he cheated Warner Bros. He did this whole. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll give you Batman as long as in between you, you know, you let me do what I want to do. Yeah. Mm. And in and in that way, like you know, I think you know he definitely he he he, he played you, man. He played you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> why is so? I need to know. Like, why is why why do you have it the other way around? what what is it about one of those movies that does it for you over the other one if they're both 10 out of 10s so i think
1: so the prestige for me i remember the first time i watched it i watched it with you yeah and i really liked it i was blown away by by the twist at the end i thought the movie was great but in the way that you're talking about how what the prestige means to you mhm and the way you've connect, you connected with the movie is essentially how it is for me in The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going to watch this movie in theaters, and it was what, it was one of the few times where I went to go see it. It was just me, my brother, and my dad. Yeah. It was one of the few times that it was just the three of us going to see a movie, because my mom didn't really want to watch it, and my sister was didn't really want to see it. Yeah. So we went to go see it. And I remember the opening scene. The whole thing, you know, talking about who the Joker is and all of this stuff in the bank heist. And I remember sitting there being mesmerized.
0: You know who banks this is?
1: You know who you're stealing from? This, like
0: you and your friends are dead.
1: <laughs> like this whole sequence had there was there was no Batman, there's there's no Joker, there, there was no comic book element yet. Yeah. It, it, at that point, it was just uh, a heist movie, and I was just so enthralled by it. And then when you know the Joker reveals himself, is a moment of genuine fear that I never you, felt. You, you thought, if anything,
2: Jack Batman Nicholson. was going to stop the heist. The first time you watch the Dark Knight, you think the Batman is going to stop the heist.
1: You you think it's exactly it sets it up like that, but it doesn't. He doesn't, and then it's just this introduction, and you see this guy do all this shit, and you're like, "Fuck, dude, Batman's in for it."
2: Yeah, I think like it's you got Hans Zimmer's score going on mm -hmm. at the at the same time, just like those ear piercing bass hits. Mm-hmm. Like, arms up. And it didn't...
1: And it, doesn't, and it didn't <laughs> feel like... It didn't feel... It doesn't feel like any other comic book movie in where, like, here's your hero. Here's your villain. These are the villain's reasons for doing this. These are the hero's reasons for doing this. you are going to fight. hero's going to win.
2: No, I'm going to make your hero it, look like the villain by the time this movie's ended.
1: It, this, this was the story of... this villain who knows damn well... That this hero is a symbol for something and this villain knows he is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. He knows that these two are going to clash, but they're not just going to clash once. He knows that they're meant to clash forever and he revels in it. He wants that because it complete. He says it. You, you know, he tells Batman, you complete me mm-hmm. because it's true. You don't get that from any... You don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. Like to say that this is I feel like the Dark Knight is the most accurate representation of the relationship between the Joker and Batman, I feel like is understating it because it's it's so fucking true. Yeah. It is so fucking true. Nicholson, great joker. Ledger, the goat.
2: The goat, yeah.
1: The goat, man. Like it's just overall. It, the movie works as an action movie works as a, a thriller because there's a lot of suspense in it. There's a lot of suspense that I wasn't expecting from a fucking Batman movie, mm-hmm. but it, it it works and it that you know for me that's that's why like I, I love I, I love I really I really like the Prestige. I love The Dark Knight.
2: I do love that scene in The Dark Knight, though. It's um, uh, your boss, the most richest, the most powerful man in Gotham. Is secretly a vigilante at night, going out beating criminals to a pulp, and your plan is to blackmail this man. <laughs> Good luck. And he's sitting there across the table. I want ten million. <laughs>
1: you Every know the year plan for was. The rest of my
2: life. You know that plan was to. He was supposed to become the Riddler. Originally, I could see that. It's just the mm-hmm. the um. Yeah, I don't think it worked out with the actor. But yeah, man, that is literally all I've got time for. I literally have to dip. No worries. So if, if we're gonna end it on sort of what the Dark Knight has done for filmmaking, that yeah, you know, but the two of the greatest movies of mm-hmm. like in recent memory.
1: Yep. Like
2: for sure. Like I I'm like, you know, I've got a few friends, I wanna see what their number one, their number two is. I imagine a few people okay. are going to throw a few spanners in the works. Like you know, you'll get a lot of Dark Knight, a lot of Inceptions, a lot of Inceptions, yeah. a lot of Dark Knights. So I think you know, I'm I'm kind of happy that we both went Dark Knight Prestige 1-2. One, 2-1 two. One, two, mm-hmm. two, kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: It worked out. I think. Yeah. I, I I this was definitely not as controversial as Tarantino.
2: Honestly. Oh no, <laughs> I thought this was. I thought this was going to be a lot worse. I thought I I definitely had in my mind. No, I'm not being offensive to you. I thought the prestige was gonna be five below. Hmm. I didn't know the prestige no, it, it, I didn't it, know the prestige really, had that like had an impact on you. I'm glad it it's, did.
1: Oh no, yeah, it's it's it stuck with me, man.
2: Good movie.
1: Alright, everybody, that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up for Nolan. Let us know what your favorite Christopher Nolan movie is and uh we'll catch you on the flippity flip-a-de-flip. flip. Okay, flippity flip and
2: look out for the Instagram post of my little Batman Cup. I will send the photo to Sebastian. Little
1: Batman. <laughs> will be on the Instagram very soon. All right. Take it easy, everyone.
2: Come join us on this trip. Now right. We're throwing out the really scripts. Come on, man. Come join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the scripts. I hope you don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. Free ball.